from the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Masonic Light Podcast, episode number 105. 105? Wow. 105. Yes, and uh, tonight we have a special guest all the way from across the pond, Brother Simon Polkinghorn from London. Welcome, Simon. Good evening. Pleased to be here. So what we like to do here um, on the Masonic Lake Podcast, well, first of all, we want to let you know that our show is being brought to you by our sponsors, um, mainly our patrons. What do you think about that, Tim? Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we really do appreciate our patrons. Uh, and for as little as $1 a month, $1, just a dollar, you can help us continue to bring significant content like this to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we are setting the bar high for you, Simon. So, uh, yeah, Masonic Light Podcast slash, or no, Patreon.com slash Masonic Light Podcast. Yes. And we have a couple new sponsors this week um, who somehow what? must have a lot of extra money laying around. So we thank them. Nice. Al Smith and David Wright uh, joined the $13 level. Wow. Excellent. That's impressive. Thank you, guys. Al will be one of the charter members of the new Beersheba Grotto. Oh, okay, cool. I think. And he's also bought a lot of scarves from me and yes. items. He must have um, won the lottery or something. And a shout out to another one of our patrons, uh, Mark Mattern, who's a past monarch of Ubar Grotto. Uh, Mark has just retired after, I don't know, like 25 years working at the Dolphin County 911 Center. And uh, I can tell you, I did. He's also a police officer on top of that. Yeah, yeah. he was a, a, a part-time police officer. Um, but uh, I can tell you, I did three years at that job, and it was horrible. So if he survived 25, uh, you know, he needs a, a big round of applause. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, quick go around the room. Uh, Larry, have you done anything in the past two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Other than uh, goosing gridiron about, I guess, two, three weeks ago, no. And I was noticeably absent from our lodge meeting, as Josh will testify. <laughs> no doubt. Josh, would you uh, like to follow that up and clue us in on what's going on? Uh, yeah, Larry. Larry wasn't there. Uh, um, <laughs> we, uh, we, we had our lodge meeting, our first lodge meeting since, uh, since the whole COVID thing. And, um, we met at Millersville Lodge. Um, they graciously allowed us to invade their building and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a nice meeting. Um, yeah, it was cool. You think we can, we can meet, uh, meet there more often? Uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to try to meet there at least through December because I think it's going to be at least through then until the stuff at the Masonic Center is uh, is done. I agree. Um, right. And, and but there's it's, some it's offline nice... discussions we can have once we stop hitting the recording button that will be kind of interesting to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always fun. <laughs> uh, uh, Brother Tim, what have you been up to? Well, on Saturday, October the 3rd, um, the entire Northern Masonic jurisdiction of the Scottish Rite held a virtual reunion. And so I was in attendance and helping on the technical side at the Valley of Harrisburg. And I think combined with 
the cigar smoker event that we attended. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. And this event, I think we brought, I thought the number was 27 or 28 uh, new members into the Valley of Harrisburg. So well we're done. happy with that. On Monday, October the 5th, uh, Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302 held its October student meeting. And on Friday, October the 9th, um, I was in attendance at the uh, Lodge of Perfection uh, in the Valley of Harrisburg, where I'm now captain of the guard. So. Sucker. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's not just another cog. It's just another cog in the wheel. Jack, what have you been doing? Uh, is this our first recording since the smoker at Harrisburg? No, I think we. I think our last one was. I right think we did. Yeah, I think we mentioned that. So I, 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 I did that again. Yeah. Uh, and then last night, Tuesday night, we had our stated meeting at Effort Lodge, and it was jam packed with uh, members socially distant and all that sort of thing. Uh, and we had our memorial service. So that was, that's always a very lovely service. And that's really kind of it. Most everything else uh, we had grotto or we're, we're developing a new grotto in a nearby town. And uh, anybody in the fifth Masonic district who accidentally listens to the show, uh, jump on Facebook and look for beer Sheba. B-E-E-R-S-H-E-B-A, Beersheba Grotto. It's actually an ancient city. Um, and, you know, just send us a message and we'll uh, we'll help you figure out what Grotto is all about. You've heard a lot about it on this show over the years. But uh, that's kind of it for me. Simon, um, what have you been doing Masonically over the past couple of weeks? Well, we've been in quite a lockdown and we have had no masonry for for about three or four months. And at the moment, we're only allowed to have six people in attendance in a temple. Wow. wow. So basically, I've said that I'm not going to go because how can you choose six people? So but um, there's just been basically they've been opening up, just doing the necessary business like uh, – no, no ceremonies or anything like that, and then closing, and it's been taking about 20 minutes to half an hour. So there really is nothing going on here at all. Quite a few of the orders have cancelled meetings for the rest of the year. Mm. So it's very, very quiet over here at the minute. I mean, I haven't been to a meeting now since probably early March. Yeah. Yeah, when it all kicked. Yeah. Yeah. We thought 25 was limited. No, it's gone down six. to six now in the last two weeks. <clears throat> oh, wow. And so I'm sure that's right uh, around the local- exact number you need to open a lodge. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, my local Masonic Center is still open. So we popped down there and. We've, we've I've been there this week and last week just to meet a few of the guys, but there's no masonry at all. Going yeah, on. but that is that is masonry, Simon. Let's you know. Yes, it, I know what you mean. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's still all sort of segregated off. It's a bit, it's a bit strange. It's not what I'm used to. I'm used to no. being out at least once or twice a week. So. Very, very slow time for me. Yeah. Well, but let's we see. I got out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? Well, we had tall cedars. We had a socially distant tall cedars meeting. Um, that was okay. Not great, but, you know, it was okay. And we don't, uh, we don't have, like, the tall cedars or the grotto or things like that over here. You've got the corks, right? Ancient order of corks? We've got the corks. It's very, very small. I've not been to a, a meeting in England for, for quite some time, but I'm um, in the process of setting one up in my area, hopefully. Excellent. So, so we're going to take a members of the Royal Order of the Corks. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and then Simon's going to tell us about another organization he just created, the Knights of the Quarantine UK Edition. 
Why choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. And we're back with our UK super fan, Simon Polkinghorn. And uh, there's there's a couple of reasons why we've invited Simon on today. First of all, because he has the most English sounding name that any of us could come up with, uh, even if we were trying to make it up. So we love the name. And Simon, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your masonry, and then we'll, we'll jump over into uh, what Pete teases with a little bit about your... Uh, your UK version of the night's quarantine. So tell us about yourself. How'd you find masonry and, uh, and, and we'll get started there. Well, the, the again, just a quick one about the name. It is very old English and it originates in, from Cornwall. I think it's in the, it's in the second doomsday book. So it's a very, very old name. Oh, wow. But, um, with masonry, there was an article in one of the newspapers and I was, going to have a drink with my father and I said I'd like to know about the Freemasons and he said well ask his mate Tommy and so I asked his mate Tommy about it and I got initiated in 1989 and since then I've progressed through many many orders most of the orders in England and I've traveled to quite a few countries doing masonry uh, including the United States. I've been to Masonic Week in uh, D.C. three times, I think. Oh, great. And a couple of years ago, I was up in Iowa doing a bit of masonry up there. Uh, this year, I, I ended up in Brazil in January, and last December, I was in India all doing masonry. Wow, fantastic. So, now. Uh, you're going as representatives of, of bodies that you're a member of, or are you just going because there's masons there and um, you want to just visit? In India, they do like a sort of like a Masonic Week thing there in Chennai where they had a number of orders meeting, the grand bodies. So I went across for that. But Brazil was for the Masonic Order of Athelstan because they consecrated the first cult in Brazil, so we went to Rio to do that. Outstanding. So uh, that, that was uh, that was quite good. So, but but um, so I, it's, a, it's a, you you are involved in a lot of orders. What else are or what else are you in? Uh, in in England, I've had been a member. I think of every Masonic body there is in England. So wow. you know. Our mark is separate, so I've been a member of the mark, the Royal Arch, the Royal Arch Mariners, the Allied over here, OSM, Scarlet Cold, Athelstan. I'm even a member of the Shriners over here. Oh, yeah. I'm a past president of uh, London Oasis when we brought the Shrine over many, many years ago. So, so it sounds a, a lot of those bodies are what we have grouped under AMD, right? So, yes, they are. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. But they're um, they're sort of sovereign bodies over here, all run out of a place called Mark Mason's Hall. We don't okay. um, we don't have like your York Rite or Scottish Rite systems, which is it's uh, is a shame really because I quite like the way that you structure your systems. It makes, makes it, especially the York right to me, makes a lot of sense 
for chronologically doing things. Right. Which doesn't happen. So, anybody wants to jump in, please do, because uh, I I'm, I don't have an agenda to follow so, with with Simon. But so Simon, how did you find how did you find us? How did you find Masonic Late Podcast? Um, I was looking on Facebook, and somebody put up about the uh, Knights of the Quarantine, and I just looked at it. It seemed a fun idea, and then I. I sent an email to John Bridegroom, who I know, because his name was the only name that I knew that was on there. And okay. then John put me on to you guys. And uh, then we got a UK branch. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about that. What? What? How, how many people do you have? Uh, and it's got to be all virtual, right? Because it all started yes, after. Yes, it's, it's all virtual. I sent them. The links. I took no glory. I gave all the glory to you guys because it was your little baby. And with that and the Knights of the Zoroasters with the pins, I've got, uh, I think it's 78 done the Knights of the Quarantine and, and, <laughs> and 40 odd done the Knights of the Zoroasters. Oh, wow. And I raised about 800 pounds. So this that is how is you get up. to Brazil and <laughs> India. <laughs> I wish, yeah, I wish. Oh, pins are like crack for Masons. Uh, that's, yeah. Well, that's that, the nice quarantine jewel is, is very nice. So, but, you know, you've got to know your audience as well. So I know people that were doing things. So it was just a bit of fun, as I say. I raised a bit of money for it and local charities I'm starting to issue out to them now. So, but we even have a, a member of the UK branch in India. No way. The night of the quarantine. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're spreading faster than COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Larry, that's a whole nother continent, man. I told you that. That's awesome. That's just freaking awesome. And that's got to be in our advertising too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the chaps in Chennai. So, how did you confer your degree? I know you asked us for um, for our um, dialogue. I mean, for our our script, but you probably had to rewrite it a little bit for the. Uh, no, no, I just I just kept that. Uh, what what I done? I forwarded them the link to the YouTube episode that you done, and posted them your script and then said like I charged them 20 pounds which about and uh, which about half of that roughly goes to charity after all the postage and that was taken out and uh, I said it's uh, I sold it as uh, some American brethren I know created a degree for the lockdown Here's, you know, if you wish to join, give me your money. They gave me your money, and I sent them the link to your YouTube episode. Oh, that's brilliant. So it's and and the feedback was very, very positive. So um, the guys liked it, and I give them all the details of, you know, it's it's you guys with a Masonic Light podcast. And, you know, so a lot of them have been on and looked at your face page, Facebook page now, so which is, which is good. That is good, and we appreciate it very much. You're, uh, like we said, super fan number one, <laughs> and uh, we're excited to have you with us. Um, so what's, what's next? Do we, uh, what, do we have any secret degrees in England that you want to throw away and have us, have us do for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've actually just been looking at some old degrees, and there's an old American degree, six-degree system, Uh-oh. called the uh, Order of Scottish Builders, which was – it's it's basically a, a six-degree rip-off of the first three degrees of craft masonry. Really? Yeah. Uh, that makes me a little nervous. 
<laughs> That's what we need. More meetings. Yeah. Can we, is his name Cerno? Because we have a Cerno thing. Oh, going the Cerno. On right? Right, yeah. Yeah. No, we don't want to do that one either. But yeah. No, the Cerno. Oh, right, see, sir, it's not allowed in your jurisdiction, is it? No, it is not. <laughs> in fact, it's it's especially excluded. Uh, yeah. At least in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. They, it must really be bad because they, they mention it by name in the oath. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I understand it still, um, still worked in uh, South America. Really? Down there, yeah. Uh, it's it's tempting when they tell you too. you can't do something. It's like, I, I have to do it. <sighs> Man. I can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the worst thing is to tell me not to do something, then I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> So back in the like the the Mullen brothers and and you've heard us talk about them and yes. they participated with the Zoroaster thing, but there was a lot of of uh, fun shenanigans that were going on in American Freemasonry back in the early part of the twentieth century. Yeah, did, did that did that translate uh, overseas or or was it all too serious and stuffy? No, it's it's uh, it's too serious over here they don't they don't like fun degrees they're, they're strange i even was at, um amd week once where they was doing the order of the bath and one of the english chaps walked out because it was a fun degree ah so they don't they don't like them over here but that's why i that's why i like it some aspects of American masonry because they're more freer with things like like the fun degrees, you know. Yeah, they, they they've kind of come and went over yeah. over, the, over the years, but um, maybe uh, maybe we'll we'll help to keep them at least breathing for. Yeah, I mean the only one really the cork is very small over here, and the only other one is a Scottish one called the Squareman. I've heard of that. Yeah, it's uh, there's there's one they meet in sheds, and there's one shed outside of Scotland which now meets in London. Hmm. That so, that might be one of the groups that uh, Brian Hill got invited to because he told. I me believe the, it uh, was. That's where I've heard it. Yes, because <laughs> Brian's in everything. Yeah, I remember well. they asked him with some chalk to draw. Can you draw yeah. a square on the floor? And he drew like a geometric square. Who's that, Brian? Brian Hill. Brian, Brian Hill, yeah, I, I was his proposer into the squareman. Ah, <laughs> were you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't hold that against you, Simon. <laughs> I'm, having a, yeah. I'm having breakfast with him tomorrow, Simon. Oh, well, tell him I said hello, because he lives I in the um, He lives in the Masonic village, doesn't he? Yes, he yes. does. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, he, he knows me very well. Yeah, tell him I said hello. Fantastic. I will do that. Small world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll hear some more from uh, Brother Simon Polkinghorn of London. At the historic Smithton Inn of Ephrata, Pennsylvania, we're pleased to serve the latest creations from Weathered Vineyard Winery, along with spirits from Thistle Finch Distillery in Lancaster, all to be experienced in the tasting room of a beautifully restored 18th century bed and breakfast. Cigars by DNS Cigar are available for your enjoyment in the courtyard. The historic Smithton Inn is convenient to Lancaster County's most interesting attractions. Just minutes from the Ephrata Cloister and the Green Dragon Farmer's Market, and a short drive can get you to charming Lidditz, thriving downtown Lancaster, as well as Hershey, Bird in Hand, and Intercourse, or Valley Forge and Gettysburg. Whether you're looking for a romantic getaway or an active vacation full of sightseeing and attractions, the historic Smithton Inn will be a welcoming oasis from everyday life, one that you'll want to visit again and again. Stop in and visit at 900 West Main Street in Ephrata, Pennsylvania, or check out our website at historicsmithtoninn.com, or simply call us at 717-733-6094. Just ask for Passmaster Dave. I belong to a few, mainly courtesy of AMD Week, 
I belong to a few American orders and uh, my friends in North Carolina. I've joined a few bits down there. So I'm in a, I'm in a few American bodies. Nice. Did you get sucked into the uh, the hillbilly degree for for shrine? No, no, but I've heard of that and uh, you know, we our shrine is only small over here. It didn't really take off, but we're trying to I know some somebody we wanted to try and get the jesters over here as to add on to the shrine. But anything that you know, if if there's anything via the shrine you can give us so as we can attract more members you know, we're basically. I'm I'm one of them masons who's willing to join anything and everything. Unfortunately, I've I've been hooked with that bug. Oh, that's awesome! All right. Well, so, I guess we'll just pretend like we already came back because we had, we had some good conversation there. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah. we're back. Now I've heard about a few of the uh, the American degrees and. You know, and it's just because we don't have the, the the fun degrees in England. That's why they fascinate me. You know, I, th- I find that everything can sometimes be a bit too serious in in England. You need to sometimes have a degree where you can let your hair down a bit. So, so I'm a, I'm a uh, I've never gone to a lodge meeting outside of the United States. So, okay. treat me as I'm as a, the dummy I am. Coming from America, what would be the big differences if I went to lodge in, if I went to your home lodge? Uh, well, unfortunately, my mother lodge closed down. Uh, <laughs> That's just like here. That would be a difference, yeah. So, so the the lodge that I belong to now is in Scotland. So the the Scottish masonry is is a lot different to English masonry, Mm-mm. the way they confer things. But I've only I've only been to one American lodge, and that was in Iowa, and uh, it was quite different to uh, to the English lodge. First off, the the way that um, a lot of the, the guys dressed, they was very very casual in the states, whereas we're always in suits. So I don't know in your uh, under your Grand Lodge whether the dress code is any different. Yeah, Pennsylvania's dark suit, officers in tuxedo and tails. Ah, right, right. Yeah, yeah no, I went to one in Iowa and there was people wearing jeans and T-shirts. Right. Which uh, oh. is... They were picking corn all day, you know. They're... Probably, yeah. It was too casual to me. But uh, the, the main American masonry that I've seen has just been at Masonic AMD Week in Washington. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, uh, that's, and then I, I was, uh, I've been made an honorary member of the York Wright bodies in Lenore, which is in, uh, North Carolina. I know exactly where Lenore is. Yes. Uh, furniture, know- furniture world. Oh, is it? Oh there. yeah. A lot of, a lot of wood furniture made in Lenore. Yeah. I know, um, Russell Bridges lives in Lenore. So via him, they made me an honorary member when I went to a meeting there. Nice. Because um, I was in North Carolina for, uh, I can't remember what it was, about seven or eight years ago for the the, the Red Cross, mm. uh, your Red Cross of Constantine, when David Hargett was uh, was in charge of that for a year. So I, I went over for that. Because uh, I don't know if you know David Hargett. Well, he's dead now, but... <laughs> so... But he was uh, he'd been ahead of quite a few national bodies, from what I understand. Are um, you seeing any? Um, you know, I know Freemasonry in in England is very is more hush hush. You know, men aren't wearing having stickers on their car and wearing rings no. all, all the time. Uh, but are you seeing a resurgence in things? Are you getting a lot of new members, or is it kind of dying off like it is here? It's dying off. I mean, they, they've tried advertising, you know, on the internet and people can contact the Grand Lodge via the internet and they can join that way, which was never done in my day. But uh, it's it's on a decline. And also I, I feel that um, 
we meet too early as well for the younger working man. Because most, most of our meetings start around about the five o'clock mark, sometimes at four o'clock, which is not good for the working man. Oh, wow. You know, so it's, uh, it's not good. But in Scotland, the stuff I belong to in Scotland, they normally start about seven o'clock in the evening, which uh, is obviously better for the people who are working. I mean, at the moment, I'm sort of semi-retired, so I can make most meetings that I want to. So, And I'm also, just out of interest, is having a temple built in uh, the bottom of my garden. <laughs> my wife keeps calling it a she shed but it's going to be a little mini temple so. <laughs> it's, uh, with it measures, social distancing everybody will have to sit outside yeah it measures uh, oh they keep using meters over here now so it's roughly 5 meters by 8 meters which is it's pretty good size it's a 15. big shed yeah, 15 foot by, what's it, about 20, 23 feet, something like that. Ah. So that should work for small meetings, hopefully. That's a Hopefully right. your members are thinner than American Masons. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, with the Knights of the Zoroasters, uh, I've met this chap basically through the nights of the quarantine, a chap named Matthew Christmas over here. And he wanted to, he joined your, you guys. And then when he saw the UK jewel, he wanted to join the UK as well. So we got talking Then I told him about the Zoroasters and he wants to see if we can work out a way of doing it, the degree live for charity. So, we're hoping that we can manage to next year sort of like put on some sort of show for charity of the Zoroastas. Oh, it would be, oh, it we'll would be hilarious a, if everybody knew their We'll parts. have to get him a guillotine and the, and the right. collapsing altar. And we're going yeah, to, we're going to try and make things like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's all based around your podcast and, uh, and you know, the, the ritual that you guys used and mixed in with some of the old, obviously some of the terminology in the old ritual you can't use nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a fact. Pete, Pete spent two weeks just trying to get some of the, uh, the inappropriateness. Well, yeah. It, like I, I said, it wasn't even casually racist. It was like overtly. And I yeah. had to spit a lot of that out. <laughs> well, we've, Pete's updated version, it saved me a lot of work. <laughs> but uh, there's certain bits I'm having to put into sort of like English terms that the English Mason would understand. Right. You know, so, but yeah, we, I'll see how we get there. And when I'm happy with what I've got, I'll, I'll email a copy over for your approval. Yeah, because. maybe you can bring Brother Christmas on. Uh, he's a uh, He's one of my Facebook friends, but I've never, you know, met him. Um, I know oh, I see him post all the time in a Royal Park <coughs> Mariner page. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never, I've never met him. I've only been on the phone through UK quarantine, and um, I've managed to type to sign him up to two non-Masonic orders, but <laughs> we couldn't have the meeting. <laughs> yeah. So, because um, he signed up for something over here called the Free Gardeners, and also the Guild Companions of the Ark. I don't know if you've heard of either of them. I've heard of the Free Gardeners. Yeah, and and that's yeah. that's an old order, though, right? I mean that that's yes, that's yes. an old guild. If I'm, it, if it I, is. If yeah, I'm, it started up in in Scotland and yeah, sort of died out, and in the eighties had a resurgence. And a few years ago, I went up to Scotland and got initiated, and then took three friends up with me, got them through the three degrees, and then they give us permission and formed us a lodge. So we got a lodge that meets in my local Masonic centre that we keep quite quiet. And the <laughs> Guild Companions of the Ark is another one that was sort of went into abeyance and then uh, 12 of us revived it about 10 years ago. And it's based on Noah's Ark, 
but in our Royal Art Mariner degrees, mm-hmm. Ham isn't mentioned. But in the Guild Companions of the Art, Ham is mentioned. And so uh, it's quite if if you're in the uh, the Royal Art Mariners in the Masonic Rise, you'll you'll appreciate this degree. You'd quite like it. Well, so, you'll definitely uh, next time you come over to the, to the United States, you should uh, block an extra day to come up to Pennsylvania. We'd love to uh, show you our degree work. It's um, it's different. I think it was all based on Irish Freemasonry in the beginning. So, oh yeah. It's a little bit different than all the other American Freemasonry. In Pennsylvania, we yeah, our our route is ancient. Yeah, we never <laughs> so went through the. Your your Frost illustrious master's degree is different as well, isn't it? It's quite a long one. You know, from the, um, the silver trowel degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um it's quite a long one. Yeah, with that usually happens either at Masonic Week or. I've tried twice to get it, um, but there's been Masonic conflicts because I was thrice illustrious master last year, so I still need to get my my degree. Yeah, yeah, because we we've just got that over here now. Well, it's been about four or five years that we we do it, but um, it's it's done. It's not as good as like the American version, the English version. I don't think. But, We've got it now, which is the main thing. So, no, it'd be nice to uh, come over and, you know, what What would be nice if I could do it is um, ne- next time that I travel to AMD week, leave a few days earlier and then come over to you guys. Yeah, it's not a hard drive. It's uh, yeah. straight down the highway from Pennsylvania yeah. to D.C. So. Well, and it's, Pete and I were at Masonic Week this last year, so. Mm-hmm. And this coming year has been canceled already, I believe. Oh, yes. has it already been canceled? We're the, yeah, so got maybe limited, 2022. Yeah, because I was, I was planning to come in 21 because um, Athelstan is celebrating 10 years in America. So I was going to come over for that, but I doubt if it would be on. So it would be 2022 now. But I was there... I think I was there 2019 was the last time I was at Masonic Week. So, but hopefully, yeah, so that'll be nice. Come down and see you guys a few days earlier and see what you can get me to join. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. Well, we'll definitely bring you into Grotto. That's not a problem. We'll, we'll have a special meeting at Grotto if we have to. Right. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Well, and Simon, thank you so. Go ahead, sorry. sorry, go ahead. You know, go ahead, no, Simon. You and I were in September. We was going over for the for the Scottish Rite, but that got cancelled as well. So, I mean, this year I had a few trips planned, but come to nothing really because of COVID. We had we just had a brother um, from Aruba join the Valley of Harrisburg. Uh huh. So it can be done. Yeah. I'm a I'm an honorary member of the Valley of North Carolina. Yeah, but that's southern jurisdiction. You want to be in the <laughs> northern jurisdiction. <laughs> well, you're, We're still fighting that war. Yeah. Uh, your your Scottish right is very very different to our. It's just called the ancient and accepted right over here. And basically, you you come in at the 18th when you've been through the chair of the 18th. You take, you get invited to take your thirtieth, and then basically it's dead men's shoes, and very, very few people get beyond thirty thirtieth degree in this country. Huh. It's not. I don't like the way they do it, but that's the way it is. So I quite like the idea of the way that you guys do. You seem to do more of the uh, more of the degrees as well. It is a production. Yeah, yeah, but they uh, <laughs> don't seem to happen as much over here. But. You guys realize it's one forty-one a.m. London time? No, no, yeah, no. He's, he's hanging on pretty good. Uh, no, I think it's, only, it's only it's only quarter to one, so it's 
zero zero forty one. So we've got him for another hour, Larry. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> there is a five hour, not a six hour. I'm, I'm factoring no, in five hour. daylight saving time. Okay. <laughs> now I've got I've got a second wind talking to you guys. It's very <laughs> <laughs> well, Simon. Um, we're not kicking you off. You're going to stay on for the rest of the show with us. But we, I do want to thank you so much for coming on and doing so much for Freemasonry and so much for our show and <clears throat> plugging our show. We really appreciate here, here. it. Well, Absolutely. hopefully you can get some sort of interesting snippets out of what we spoke about to make something for your show. Hopefully it turned out all right. Absolutely. That's, that's Josh's job. <laughs> Josh, Josh, every every two weeks, Josh makes a bunch of dumb old guys look good. So, oh uh, well, I'll, I'll be one doing? of the dumb old guys that just hopefully. <laughs> All right, uh, let's, let's take, take a quick break then. Yeah, yeah, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. And we'll hear the news. Uh, we'll hear some uh, information about Hiram and Solomon, and uh, we'll get out of here. As far back as the mid-1800s, records exist describing the pre-meaning tradition of brethren smoking cigars during and after gatherings. To this day, the practice of smoking cigars remains very much alive in many lodges. This custom is considered a time for brethren to relax, exchange ideas, and enjoy the simplicity and fellowship that is the very essence of our brotherhood. This is what Hireman Solomon Cigars is all about. Our starting principles are to bring Masonic brethren together in the harmony of a good cigar. Pull up a chair, sit back, light up any of our premium cigars, and enjoy the history. Hiram and Solomon Cigars can be found at fine cigar retailers. For a complete list, visit HiramandSolomonCigars.com or check them out on social media to find out when they'll be at a live event near you. Hireman Solomon Cigars is pleased to be the official cigar of the Masonic Light Podcast. Hey, and we're back with our, with our guest Simon, Simon Polkinghorne from the UK, from actually London. And he's uh, it's about going on one o'clock in the morning there, and we do thank him for... Being on the show, uh, as we usually do at this time, we've heard the news and we're getting ready to go home. No, wait a minute. We are home, aren't we? We are home. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so I'll go around the horn. Pete, what do you got going on in the next two weeks till our next show? Masonically speaking. Well, well when Larry's well, balls see. drop, he's going to have a really low voice, isn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> wow. So uh, Friday, I'm uh, going to be driving out to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania um, nice. for the Pennsylvania Grotto Association. And Saturday morning, we have our meeting. And I will be getting installed as president of the Pennsylvania Grotto Association. Um, and I'll unveil my plan for next year. But basically, the main thing is I get to plan an event, two events next year. So one's going to be here in Lancaster. So uh, any, it's the third weekend in April. So anybody's welcome to come out. If you're not in Grotto, we'll make you be in Grotto when we're done. And um, there's going to be drinking and fun, and it'll really make the old guys upset. Um, and then the one in the fall, we're going to have at Beersheba Grotto which is, you know, about 45 minutes east of me. But uh, so I'm going to be lazy this year and make both of my events within driving distance of my house. So nice. that's it for me. So, uh, Tim, what do you have coming up? So uh, this weekend, the 16th and 17th, the Pennsylvania Council of Deliberation will be meeting at the Valley of Harrisburg Consistory, and I'll be there assisting with some of the technological uh, requirements needed to pull off that meeting. Um, Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302 will be having their past master's dinner on Wednesday, uh, October the 21st. We're going to do that in the lodge building uh, in the social hall, uh, actually the Lawrence I. Witters social hall. 
Um, and then on Saturday, uh, October the 24th, will be the second of the Scottish Rite of the Northern Masonic Jurisdiction Virtual Reunions. Um, you can uh, find out more information about that on their website. Uh, if you've not seen these degrees put on, you should. They're very well done. Um, but you do have to register um, to attend those. And then on Sunday, the 25th, there are two huge events going on. Huge. 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 Cigar Lodge number one will be having a meeting at the Best Cigar Pub in Drums, Pennsylvania. And you might wonder, where is that? Uh, it's actually just north of Hazleton. Uh, and so uh, I'm going to make every effort to get there for the start of that, uh, stay for a little bit, and then beat cheeks down to Mount Joy where Ubar Grotto will be having our uh, notorious Halloween uh, meeting uh, that goes on uh, at the Mount Joy VFW. Uh, and then, so that's what I got going on the next couple of weeks. Uh, Josh, what do you got going on? Uh, not, not really too much, actually. Um, just planning for the next meeting, and that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Larry, what is so going on? Well, Jack is next, I think. Okay, well, Jack Jack or, there, Jack there's or... no official order. I was going to throw it to Simon just because he's way yeah. more interesting. Than hey, me. Simon, what do you have coming up in the next couple of weeks? Well, I've got nothing Masonically because of the, the lockdown, but um, one of my Masonic friends, he lives on his own. And he's been in lockdown since March and not been out at all. So me and my wife and him, we're going away down the coast for four days next week just to get him out of the house. Nice. Great. Oh, that should be quite nice. And uh, I'm his official chauffeur because I don't drink anymore. So he quite likes me at the moment because every meeting we go to, I go and pick him up and take him back home. So... (laughs) But the, the lockdown's been getting to him. As I say, he lives on his own. Understood. And so uh, I said to the wife, you know, should we take Graham away? So that's what we're doing next week, going down the south coast. But there's, Masonic-wise, there's very, very little happening in the whole of the UK. So it's, uh, and I, I can't see anything too big happening the foreseeable future. So I'll be glad to get this year over with and get back to some meetings next year. Jack, what's going on up there in Ephrata? I think we all feel the same way Simon does. It'll be nice when we can get back to to business again. Um, Ephrata, not much is going on. We're, um, we're doing uh, an extra meeting on the 20th. We'll do a first and a second on the 20th. Um, and then uh, on the third, I believe, we're going to do three firsts. And then our, our next stated meeting in November, um, the Grotto, I'm going to I'm going to miss my um, AMD meeting. Uh, so my Cincinnati's Council AMD, I'm going to miss that meeting. Uh, but uh, but I will be at Grotto, I think. So and I have my costume already. So it's awesome. Um, that's really it. Just, just kind of keeping on trying to stay positive and test negative. Larry, uh, how about you? Tell us what you got going on and then let's get out of here. Well, basically I am going to make a valiant attempt on Thursday to attend goose and gridiron. And that's pretty much it. Uh, looking forward at the end of the month to tall cedars. Just so you know, that's my official I'm coming. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I think we need to wrap this up. Cue the, the chickens. Cue the chickens. <laughs> Special thanks to Everton Lodge and 665 for storing for making, our gear. For making this broadcast studio available that we haven't been in since March. <laughs> and we know you're keeping it in excellent condition should we ever show up again to do another show. <laughs> uh, thanks to uh, Josh Lamberton, our producer and director. 
who always makes the show listenable, worthwhile, and cleans up a lot of messes that we put on them. Thanks to Jack Harley, our news director, Tim Denman, our marketing director. By the way, we unanimously voted tonight to keep Tim for another two years. All right, sign a two-year contract. <laughs> okay. And to Masonic Light podcast contributors, Michelle Snyder, Tim Stevens, and Doug Maddenford. And I got one thing to close the show out tonight. And this was a memory I had when I was brought into the lodge when I was in South Carolina, 1974. I was an editor apprentice, and we were brought into an open lodge filled with members, and we were tested on our proficiency. So after going over all the signs and the passwords, in order we had to have them correct, and we couldn't move on to the next degree, I looked at my guide and I said, I noticed a bunch of the older members were sticking their fingers in their ears and whistling, what does that sign mean? My guide leaned over and he said, that's not a sign. Those are past masters adjusting their hearing aids. (laughs) That's all I got. Thanks for listening. This is Larry Maris. Goodbye, Larry. Thank you very much. Uh, Good night, everybody. This is Pete. And Jack. And Josh. And thank you guys for having me on. Been a pleasure. Thank you, Simon. Awesome. All right, so Simon.